All right, we're rolling. All right, welcome to No Fucking ZD, episode five. Episode five. This is we're we're talking about college today. Yeah, who would have thought we'd make it this far? Um, <laughs> it's almost like we're going to college. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, I am Evan. This is Bre- uh, excuse me. I am Brendan, and this is Evan. Yeah, I just mix that up every single episode now. Um, how's it going? <laughs> is that not shtick? Are you really <laughs> fucking that up? I really fucked that up that time, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, things are good. Things are good. If you're uh, if you're on Earth right now in in the United States. Uh, you heard this week that we got a little bit of uh, a little gay marriage legalization in this country. Yeah, huge. Unequivocally. Yeah, and I don't want to take credit for it, but Massachusetts did do it first. And uh, Do what first? Gay. Like, do it? <laughs> they, did, they just did gay first. <laughs> okay. Yeah, with Mitt Romney, too. Yeah, weird. Very weird. Mitt Romney, like, went, like, he helped his state go gay first. Yeah, yeah, and then had a complete reversal on that, which is awesome. Uh, yeah, huge deal. Huge deal, and... Uh, just a crazy, crazy. Also, Obama saying "Amazing Grace" this week. This is a crazy week for. It's a crazy this, uh, week. Or like the hashtags for Gay Pride. Actually, one thing that was funny was like I went out to dinner and had pizza with my girlfriend mm-hmm. last night, and one of the hashtags was "Love Wins." Yeah, I saw that all and, over the place. Yeah. yeah, but like I just took a picture of my girlfriend with some pizza, and I was like, "We had really good pizza last night." And then my cousin swooped in and actually like commented on my Instagram, hashtag love wins. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't sure what she meant by that. Like, does does she think that one of us is like a different gender than we are? Right, yeah. Maybe she thinks that we love the pizza, but we can't marry the pizza. Well, you know what? I mean, it's, it's such a slippery slope. Now the gays can get married. Like, when can you, you're just going to marry pizza someday. You're just going to marry pizza. Know? Yeah. Individual it, it, and pizzas with multiple toppings too, yeah, which is very perverse. Yeah, extremely. Absolutely, but I just didn't know what that meant. Like I was like, "Hmm, love wins." <laughs> uh, okay, I feel like that's like a great way to 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 get under the skin of people who aren't crazy about it. Just start hashtagging their shit. Love I wins. Mean, yeah, I I also love the um the, like Buzzfeed put together a list of just all the people tweeting they're going to move to Canada where gay marriage has been legal for almost ten years. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, that's even better than the people like trying to light themselves on fire. Uh, I is that guy going to do that? Because I really hope he does that actually i hope that he does a periscope of it yes <laughs> we should do a periscope actually <laughs> we should be periscoping right now we should do a periscope of like of of just like watching the, us watching the sopranos yeah exactly that's a really good idea. okay so hashtag no fucking zd periscope yeah if you want to see us watch sopranos yes get it out there actually <laughs> we can do we're very good at watching the sopranos and uh the soprano sopranos hey. we, can, we can show you our techniques we have tips mm-hmm. for watching sopranos yeah Definitely, like, I like to keep one eye on the screen and then one eye just closed and just kind of, like, imagine what's going on. And that's where... <laughs> that's really good. I, yeah. I I really like for my girlfriend to go to bed and then I do it. That's, like, one of my, <laughs> that's one of my main things. <laughs> I like when my girlfriend sits next to me and plays Candy Crush with the sound on the whole time. <laughs> that's, and I'm just like, you have to take this podcast seriously. But. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, a subway car? <laughs> exactly. That's pretty good. Um, so, anyway, so we're talking about college, which yes. is... I think the show's coming into its own a little bit. What do you think? I think so. I actually, you know, uh, I'm going to go out on a, a limb here and say that this is one of the most important television episodes of all time. For real, actually. Of all time? Yeah, all time, which is basically television's been Are around for like Kanye 70 years. Are you quoting Kanye West and saying of, of all time? <laughs> <laughs> Kanye West was quoting me, actually. <laughs> of all time. Yeah, and he uh, he got the ultra boost after I did, so I'm just pointing that out. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Brendan's wearing Adidas, Yeezy Adidas is yeah, well, these today, days. Today's, yeah, I've, I've turned into some kind of... I'm turning into a child as I get older. I'm, like, collecting sneakers now, and I don't know what's wrong with If me. you hear this, we need jobs. <laughs> 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 Hashtag, we need jobs. Hashtag Hashtag no let's get it going um 
But no, I actually do really think that. I actually think without this episode, there's no Walter White, there's no Dexter, there's no Jack Bauer, there's no... You Wait, know, how did Jack Bauer get in there? Because, like, he was fucking, like, torturing people on, like, you know, on network TV and just being, like, a bad guy slash good guy, which, like, just wouldn't oh, have happened. I see. I thought you meant, like, good television. No, no, no. 24 is, like, ugh. No, uh, I, I think, well, like, because ultimately, like, at first, HBO didn't want this, to, they didn't want Tony to... We should actually set up a little bit. This is the first episode we see Tony murder someone. Um, and basically, is it? No, it's not the last. It's not the no, last. No, definitely not the last. Yeah. But there aren't that many. Yeah. It's so, like, it's not even once a season does he kill someone. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I can't think right now. But yeah, something like yeah, something. I like can't that. think right now. I either. can't think at all. Uh, what's <laughs> happening? Um, but yeah, this episode uh, is very famous. I'm sure if you're a fan, you know. But it's the one where Tony takes his daughter on a road trip to go look at colleges up in New England and happens to run into an FBI informant. Uh, who well, an ex mafia, a guy who flipped a fucking rat, a, a rat, a fucking rat, exactly. Yeah. Um, who put a lot of Tony's friends in jail. Uh, some guy named Jimmy died in the can apparently after <laughs> after Fevy put him in jail. Wait, was it was it on the can or in the can? Uh, probably maybe both. <laughs> <laughs> died on the can. I in feel the like can. your chances of dying on the can in the can are much higher than outside of the can. Well, no, but as they would say on Shark Tank, that's a subset of a subset. So I, <laughs> I think that we're not talking about a whole lot of business right. there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that, uh, I, I think it's a very important episode. Yeah. I think you were telling me at one point that HBO kind of dragged their feet as far as airing this. Exactly. Because they didn't want Tony to be such a villain. Exactly. But that's one of the beauty parts of the show is that they kind of maintain it. Like, even when I saw this for the first time, and maybe I just wasn't paying attention enough, but I didn't think to myself, like, whoa, that was so brutal. Like, I don't know what I think of Tony anymore. Yeah. But like, I guess if you really put yourself back in 1999, way back and you know, way way back <laughs> all those many years ago that was, um, that was like that was like two years ago yeah i know it still feels like it's two years ago yeah. um but it like there weren't a lot of like main characters on tv murdering people i mean like i, I, I can't I, nypd blue homicide i guess i suppose but, that's true uh and oz of course but um but nothing as popular as as tony soprano well that's the um, thing is actually like i because i don't really have that kind of um excuse me I don't. <laughs> Evan just farted out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I did. And I'm drink. We're drinking today. We're drinking Blue Point Summer Ale. Yes. And the burps are awesome. Yes. They're they look really great. good. Yeah. They look. <laughs> they really look great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, we have a fog machine in here, so you can see it. A fog machine and a black light, so yeah. you can see your burps. And there's just semen all over the place. Too. <laughs> I can see it all over the place. Um, anyways, uh, so. I actually have a confession to make to mm. our to our listeners, and maybe they're going to turn against us and start burning all of the merchandise of ours. <laughs> that they have. But because uh, we have, our, you know, we're we have a huge following. Yeah, you know? um, we have no fucking ZD boosts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what they're going to do. We're working on our Adidas ZD yeah. boosts. We have a collab with Adidas now for no fucking ZD, and <laughs> that's coming out. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I didn't watch the show as it came out mm -hmm. until the end of season six or so. Mm -hmm. So no, you were watching because we or we season, met around season five. No, it was the first half of season six. Oh, but you no, but you, we I re, I remember you watching everything on DVD before it started, like live. I guess you were I watching it live. I didn't really catch up then. This is so. Uh, incriminating. What was the first time you saw a, the show? <laughs> I saw the the first time I really saw the show was um, I had DVDs of actually this is this is so fucked up. I actually in my dorm in college there was this kid that I bought weed from and I could borrow DVDs from. <laughs> 
Um, Did he put the weed? Is that how you like transported it? Like he gave you the cases? Yeah. And it nice. Hey, I want to know what I got to borrow. This is Spinal Tap. <laughs> Here's twenty bucks. Great weed movie. Yeah, really good weed movie. And they showed me how to use a spoof tube for the first time. <laughs> yeah, which was pretty cool. Oh, filling the uh, toilet paper roll with like dryer sheets, dryer sheets and shit. That's they were like, blow, blow through this, and I was like, this is weird. Yeah, but kids, you have to do it. Stay in drugs. Don't do school. Don't and do definitely, school. if you're gonna do it, we're gonna do the two together. Use a spoof. <laughs> a spoof tube is the shit. They're like a real. Anyways, they had a, they had a big thing. You know. It was cool because I was like high as shit, so I didn't remember anything when I actually watched the show seriously, right? Like yeah. later that year. But then we started watching it and stuff like that. Um, but no, no, okay. So all I'm saying is that I wasn't really there for like the 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 social context of television, right? Right. You know what I mean, right? Like I was like like when when it was airing, I think I was mostly like waiting for like porno to load, yeah, on like my parents' yes. computer. Because it took a long time. I was back yeah. Then. I was also using your parents' computer to watch. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even know each other then. But yeah, I yeah, into exactly. Your house a lot. It was weird. Well, uh, and and kids back in the day, we didn't have time for much because we had to wait for the porn to load. Yeah, it was like fifty six k modem. Yeah, it took forever to crank it. They, they have no fucking idea how hard it was to to find porn and like on the family computer. You have to like clear oh, the history. And it's always like in the which kitchen. You always forget a little bit, you know. Yeah. Uh, and it took fucking forever to load, and there was nothing like there was no red tube or just like just millions. No, of you videos. had to, you had to like you had to search Lycos for it, <laughs> yeah, or like Kazaa or LimeWire, and like just oh, wait shit. for it to download at, over like a period of so, days. So, basically. in other words, young ones, you had to plan, yeah. that you were gonna crank it, yeah. Um, back in the day, it was really it was it was brutal, and like I still get those 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 porn panics, mm -hmm. like when you're alone. And then, like, all of a sudden, you think you heard something, and your heart races, you know? It's from it's from thinking that your mom's home yeah. for all those years. And then you race to the finish, basically, when you hear the car pulling in the driveway. Or, like, you lose, or you close the window, and you lose all of your buffering. <laughs> and that's, and then you have to start over, and you're like, God damn it, you know? Yeah. This is, by the way, exactly why my mom doesn't like this podcast. <laughs> she, I thought you said she did kind of like it. <laughs> no, she couldn't even, she was like, it's good. Uh, yeah, I told my like, mom not to watch it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I probably should have done the same. I should warned her that we were mostly talking about our dicks the whole time and lube and lube and also aj's dick <laughs> yeah. we're talking about a child's dick a lot um i watched uh <laughs> so anyway so i didn't get the social context of the show right that's what, that's all i'm trying to think i watched like i did see i remember seeing the legend of tennessee multisanti which is coming up and uh i remember that ending with the cake song and i loved cake at the t i still love cake actually i love that band um is that how you got into sopranos I mean, but then cake. I didn't watch it again. But then I remember uh, it. They were like re-airing it one summer, and I, I remember my dad actually calling me in because I think he he knew that it was like kind of an important show, and oh. uh, like I watched a couple there, and then I tried to watch the f second season premiere with him, but it opens with Polly banging porn star Gina Lynn, and I was just like, which it's one of the greatest openings of opening. any season yeah. like ever in tele incredible of yeah. all time, uh, yeah, of all time. <laughs> Um, Kanye West. Uh, but but then and so then from there it was like too embarrassing to watch like a sex scene with your parents. So like I didn't for especially a while. one in like slow mo with like crazy huge fake tits. Yeah, I know. Uh, and then I really remember like really getting into it when they did the episode, the third season premiere with like the the stings. Uh, how uh. Henry Mancini mashup with like the FBI planting the bugs everywhere, and that's oh, what I was like. Yeah, right. yeah. But I did watch a couple when it was airing. But yeah, I mean, even I was too young to really get like, you know, uh, the context of it. But even then, when he does end up murdering the guy at the end of the episode, like I wasn't like I can't watch this anymore. I was like, this is fucking cool, you know? Yeah. Well, that what that, that was my point is that like they were really afraid that people were going to turn against the show, but yeah. the show did such a good job of like 
of balancing that with like his, like it just being sort of like business as usual. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, it's it's crazy that they that they even thought there might be a problem with it at the time. Um, and well, I guess it makes sense. I mean, you know, network execs like I get it. You, they're just people too, and you know, like they don't know. Are they really though? Are they people? <laughs> I don't know. They're the same people, people that just canceled Hannibal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You must be a monster. Well, yeah. Um, but uh, All they care about is money. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, Chris Albrecht at HBO, uh, he, like, was, I guess... Shout out to him. Yeah, shout out to Chris Albrecht. <laughs> um, give me a job. Uh, yeah. he, he let David Chase... David Chase somehow convinced him. I mean, he basically said that, like... If uh, if Tony didn't kill someone, they would know Tony was full of shit, and therefore the show was full of shit. If he was like this like tough guy mobster, and therefore I'm full of shit. Yeah, I mean, you know, like because they wanted, they were just like, well, I think they probably argued like, can it just be like, you know, that self defense? Like this guy comes after Tony, and like, fuck no. Yeah, but it had to be like Tony is a mobster. This is the business that he's in, and yeah, and he got he fucking like had like blood on his mouth yes, when. It, when he was killing, he was like so. He had like a boner that whole episode. Yeah. Like he was like ready to kill that guy. I mean, he's around college chicks the whole time, and then he gets to murder someone. No, I mean, I was, that's I, that's a boner. I right was there. thinking about it, like we're jumping ahead a little bit because, but like you know, why not? Um, he the whole episode, he's like so poorly making excuses to Meadow as to why he's acting so weird. Yeah, and Meadow's like whining about it and shit the whole time. Yeah, what I noticed though, like if the, if the episode is like. Uh, I don't know. If you look at it abstractly, Tony's acting weird mm -hmm. for like the whole episode, and then he kills this dude, and mm -hmm. then he's like really calm. Yeah, and it's true. like he just fucked something. Yeah, you I know? thought about that today a little bit. Yeah, it's like he got like yeah, he finally got to come and like had his sex, and like was just like yeah, like yeah. I'm surprised they didn't just show him like having a cigarette right after with a shirt off or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, okay, so should should we jump back to the beginning of the episode? Yeah, I guess so. Well, I mean, uh, we don't need to go through it like moment to moment. No, but um. I, I'm just, again, like, we've we said it a lot in, the, in in our podcast so far, but, like, again, just, like, so surprised at how much happened so quickly. Like, in my head, that built up to Meadow asking if he was in the Mafia, like, a lot later in the episode, but it's, like, the second scene. We get right, right. to the whole... I, I noticed that, too, when yeah. I was actually thinking about it, like, you know, when I watched it most recently, I was like, oh, shit, it's kind of, like, right off the bat. And she just asks him. Yeah, straight up, yeah. Because I always remember it in that flashback that he has, where it's like, are you in the... Yeah, yeah. And like, I kind of remember her. I, I just feel like in my mind, it's like she has like, she like stutter, tiptoes around it a little bit more. Yeah. But well, she just doesn't. But she's her father's daughter, you know? I mean, she actually, I feel like, is better at like, like Tony's a great, he, he's great at calling out bullshit. Like, I feel like, like he's so, just, he's very smart and like just sees bullshit and calls it out. And yeah. Meadow's very much like him too. Like, she immediately was like, you have like, after he does kill the guy at the end, uh, she notices the mud and notices that like all that kind of stuff, which I feel like, yeah, like she doesn't get that from Carmela at all. No, that but like, Tony. but Tony also acts like everybody's an idiot though when it, when it comes to this stuff. He's like, he's like, no, nothing. Like, yeah, but actually, no, I don't know him. You know what I mean? Right. He's like, he he really sucks at like making an excuse with her. And I feel like, I mean, I feel like it's a detail, but like as far as the people who wrote that episode, mm -hmm. um, it's definitely. I mean, one of the, I feel like they, they have kids, many of them, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like one of the things that you know as a parent is that, like, kids are smart and lying to kids, lying to your kids, like, doesn't work because they figure it out. Yeah. And Tony is, like, shit at it. Yeah. He sucks, and she knows. She does know, yeah. And I feel like that's a thing in there where he just kind of, he just kind of pretends. And then, like, one of the things that she's, so she asks, she goes, are you in the mafia? Yeah. And he goes, who? <laughs> you know, am goes, I in the what? <laughs> yeah, am I in the what? What, what'd you say? And she, she asks, she says... That she found a 40, she's like a 45 automatic yeah. in your thing, you know? 
Yeah, I, I mean, but she also, like, in the previous episode, straight up just told AJ that, you know, it's like, I think she knew and just wanted confirmation, was hoping maybe it wasn't true, I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, this episode, because of that, is like a great, like, you know, it's ultimately like the perfect, um, you know, just mix of the whole family versus family thing, you know? Like, it's the most direct family versus family thing we've had so far in the show, I think. That's totally true. Um, and and in, in many ways, it's sort of, like, looking at it in hindsight, with all of the episodes that we've had since then, yeah. it seems kind of basic that it's just like, oh, yeah, okay, so there's his daughter and he wants to kill this guy. Like, right. how basic can it get? But it really was kind of groundbreaking for the show. And, yeah. and, it, and, it, and it broke open a lot of things where it was like, this is real. You know yeah. what I mean? And, like, and, and there isn't room for both of them. Right, I think that that's one of the the kind of like takeaways that I got. You mean the both families, both basically. families, yeah, like yeah. they both can't exist. Like maybe Polly is the only one who like can actually function in the yeah. long run because he's not married or anything. Yeah, I feel like Polly doesn't have much trouble sleeping at night, unlike Tony. You know, yeah, I no, just... except for when he's worried about like people yeah, coming back yeah. and like lifting weights. But uh... <laughs> you're 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 correct. Absolutely, I I couldn't agree more. But yeah, she asks if he's in the mafia, and he kind of dances around it, mm-hmm. and um. I think it's really great how he, he like is he's like fine. I'll tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. He does. He sort he sort of tells the truth, but he doesn't really. Yeah. He like won't let it all go. He yeah. won't just be like, yeah, sorry. Yeah, well, because that involves like being like a murderer. <laughs> you know, like that's he, true. He, he can say like, yeah, some of my income comes from illegal shit, but he can't be like, yeah, I kill people. You know, I kill people. I fuck people other than your mom. <laughs> uh, every day, <laughs> like every day, every basically. single day. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I mean, but that's one of the things, like, he tells it, he talks about it later, though. He says that his dad was in it. Right. He says his, his, his uncle was in it and stuff like that. Right. Um, but we want to know your opinion. Do you think Tony is in the mafia? <laughs> <laughs> that hashtag is Tony in the mafia. Yeah, they do uh, leave it pretty ambiguous. Yeah, <laughs> let us know your opinion um, and tell us what you think. Yeah, please. Just uh, write in right now. Uh, at no fucking ZD on Twitter. At no fucking ZD. Um... I, uh, yeah, so we have that going on where, uh, Meadow's just kind of curious. They're, they're both having this, this honesty discussion both ways. She tells him about taking the speed. Um, she also mentions Hunter's Kangarello's dad, who's, yeah. a, who's an advertising executive. Who's basically executive. Don Draper. I yeah. wonder. <laughs> yeah, he's an advertising executive for Big Tobacco. That's, oh, that's right. I wonder, it'd be great if he just dropped in the episode and just, this is Don Draper, picked up Hunter. So, so the Unbreakable, so, so Mad Men was a prequel to the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Exactly. Right. That's, right. And then maybe Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt was supposed to be, prequel or parallel to Sopranos. It's, it's all in the same universe. It's definitely all in the same universe. Yeah. I think you see some of the Sopranos guys drive by on Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Well. I, I definitely think they do. Yeah. It's also in the same universe as The Office. Like, I love the season four episode of The Sopranos that shot like The Office, where everyone's just making jokes and looking at the camera the whole time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's that's one of my favorites. We'll get to those episodes. Yeah. I think we have Rick, Ricky Gervais coming in for that, talking yes. about how they ripped him off. Yep. Uh, yeah, exactly. And Furio and Carmella are like the Jim and Pam. <laughs> 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 Furio still has the accent. <laughs> uh, great episode. Reason, I was thinking about something the other day where, like, like what if, what if you found out that there was a porno? Like, like, okay, so I was, I was like thinking about the fappening a little bit, right? And oh, I was like, like deep, deep thoughts over lunch, and I was thinking like. <laughs> Like, would anyone care if there was like a John Krasinski? John Krasinski. <laughs> would, it, would anyone care? <laughs> would anyone care if there's a John Krasinski sex tape, or like if someone stole his naked pictures, or like the guy that plays Dwight Schrute, his name is escaping uh, Rain Wilson or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but like, 
Because I hear you hear his voice on like those insurance commercials, and you're like, does he oh, have yeah. dick pics? Does he send dick pics? I wonder. Oh, Tony's. This is Tony, the dog. Tony is here. She's making a little noise. She's uh, she's our mascot. She is our mascot, and she's lying there. She's <laughs> she's sleeping because <laughs> our radio show is so exciting. Uh, yeah, I hope he does. I hope he snaps one second pictures of his dick to his girlfriend sometimes. John Krasinski snapchats his, <laughs> just, his just dick. A one second picture, which I'm gonna do to you someday. I just want to do that to my friends. Just like <laughs> it's like quick enough that you are like, wait, did I just fucking was that? <laughs> like just send that out. It's, it's gotta be way less than a second to be confusing. Yeah, I mean, a I dick know, is a like, actually kind of long. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's a long time to see a dick. <laughs> like it's, I feel like that that would go off like much less smoothly than you thought it would. Like holy shit, this is a long time. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's my girlfriend's limit is the one second rule. <laughs> <laughs> Anything after that is just like no. Uh, anyway, we have a lot to talk about. This is Toronto's podcast, by the way. Yeah, um, this is, a, this is a, we're talking about college. Yes. So uh, Tony's on this road trip with Meadow. She's checking out colleges, and he sees, uh, like we said, he sees this guy Fabio Petrullio, um, uh, Fred Peters now. And calls Christopher. I love Christopher's whole little side story in this episode. Just him in the He's rain, great. and and it's just it just sucks. And the shit Tony says to him, like, "Hey, you don't want to work in the rain? Yeah. Try out for the fucking Yankees." That's such a great line of dialogue. It's a though. really great. I love line. that. Um, but yeah, he just cracks me up when he's playing pool at the beginning and like all pissed off. Just know, for some reason, he's so pissed all of a sudden. Like, we don't know why he's pissed. He's such a hothead. Oh, I know. And then he has to go out in the fucking rain and and Chrissy takes it so seriously because yeah. he's still like seeing the stars in his eyes with the mafia. Yes. He's not made yet. You got to right. remember that. And so he really, he's really hot to go fucking pop this guy. Yeah. He really wants to do it. He says he's a cunt hair away from uh, from ri- being a rising star or getting made or whatever. It would put uh, him a cunt hair away from getting made. Yeah. Or something. Um, and so, he's probably right. Yeah, I think it definitely would. And if he killed if he killed email and then this guy, I think there's <laughs> almost no way that Christopher's not made, like, in the very next episode, basically. Yeah, pretty much. But I think that also, you know, Tony wanted to do it, but also on some level, like, it's really personal, but I think also on some level it's like the cred isn't a bad thing for him because he's doing it for, for Tony. Oh, yeah, sure. Just became a boss and doing something like that. I'm sure that's huge as far as just like, you know. Although I wonder, like, does does everyone know this even happened or is it just Christopher at this point? That's a good point, actually. Yeah. And I wonder what he did. What, what I wonder what he does with the body. I wonder if he just leaves it there. Well, he stands there for a fucking long time. He stands there. He looks up at the geese. You know, another important thing. This, again, the whole episode's family versus family. And after he... after he And the geese know, fly away. It's, fly it's, away. It's, it's clear. I think maybe he realizes that that he can't... He can't be both. Yeah, I think that's exactly. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, it's. I'm just. Uh, I'm curious if anyone else even ended up hearing about that. I guess Silvio and Polly probably knew something was about to go down, but um, it's not something to talk about. This is the first episode. This is an interesting episode, and it sticks out because we don't have. It's the first episode without his mother. I think this first episode. It's really like almost except for Father Intentola and the guy who plays Fred Peters. It's only the main family. It's it's actually only all relatives. Really, it's uh, Tony and the kids and Carmela and then Christopher and then that's it. That's it. Yeah, perfect mix of family versus family. Well, together. I feel like that's a good segue um, to talk about a little about Father Intentola. Yes, uh, who like this time around watching it. Uh, I mean, I love the Tony and Meadow story, obviously, but like I find myself even more interested in that whole thing now because it's, it's so important because in many ways Carmela is having a similar conflict, except right. it's not as fun. Well, I guess it's fun for her because she gets like her riches and shit, you know. Right. Yeah. But uh, she's not like on a killing spree. She doesn't really care about that as much. She's well. It, we see that. So basically, what's happening here is Carmela doesn't go on the road trip. She's homesick, and this father, the priest, comes by. Uh, 
and he it's kind of sexual a little bit. It's really hot. It's really I mean they they essentially for two people who like won't really go for it all the way. They they go as far as they're willing to go. It's it, they basically have sex they on an emotional fuck. level. Yeah, yeah on they a mental level. On an emotional <laughs> level. Yeah. As a, did did that did did all that stuff like freak you out more because you you were raised Catholic? Like I, my family was secular. But like you went to Catholic school and stuff. I yeah. Mean, did you ever do that with a priest? <laughs> <laughs> did he come to your house? I do have flashes of memory. No, no. Uh, uh, I, well, I don't know. By the time I was in high school, even though I was going to a Catholic high school, like I didn't give a shit anymore. And that was like around the time it was airing. Um, but like, you know, the priest is like, he's just as bad as everyone else on this show. Like, yeah, totally. He knows exactly what he's there for. And, you know, and like. She's confessing to him, you know, Carmela has this breakdown in this episode where she like all this, she's thinking about what Tony does for a living and like all the shit that she, you know, all the stuff that she gets to reap from it. But like he's sitting there on Tony's couch watching Tony's DVDs, eating Tony's food. Like I know. And I love what she says. I know you love that DVD player. Yeah. <laughs> God. Well, he, now, loves, he loves the DVD yeah. player. But um, yeah, I just find that really interesting. He's like pretty much just as evil as the rest of them in his own way, and he's kind yeah. of like a sexual predator in this episode. Like he's like so manipulative to Carmela, and he and... drinks so much when he gives her the sacramental wine. He like he yeah. slams the rest of it. I'm surprised he didn't have like a lime wedge. You know? <laughs> exactly, just doing I, Jaeger bombs. Yeah, he's like okay, you yeah. But that that was crazy. I mean, he eats a lot, and he it's like really intimate and. Carmela looks slamming in her bathrobe. Yeah, I like that she gets all dolled up when he's... She just leaves him in the rain for like five minutes. I know, it's just so long, <laughs> yeah. right? And then like when she does open the door, she's like, look at you, you're soaking wet, like, or whatever she says. And it's like, well, yeah, you just left him outside. And he's wearing his CYO hat. <laughs> um, but yeah, he comes by and they, uh, you know, yeah, he has ulterior motives there for sure. He he likes Carmela. He gets like really excited when she's upset about Melfi being a woman when, when Dr. Melfi calls and Carmela finally finds out that Tony's therapist is a woman. That's true. That's a really important point and I love what she says to him. At the it end. Says to, no, oh, the, says to oh, Melfi, yes. like, I lost my pencil up his ass. Yeah, great. Fucking great. Uh, maybe that's the title right there, actually. Up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, he's... He's just as bad as the rest of them, and, you know, everyone in this episode is kind of dealing with, like, these oaths they've taken. Tony has to kill this person because of this oath this guy broke. Yeah, uh, that's true. The that's priest has point. taken this oath to be part of the priesthood, so he can only go so far, and then Carmela, of course, has, like, the, the vows or oath of marriage to Tony, so she, I mean... You know, I think she definitely wants to fuck this priest. <laughs> There's no way around it. She was like so ready. She was ready. Yeah. And it's like awkward the next morning because like I think she was hope sort of hoping something would happen. And she's but... so cold to him. She yeah. acts like he was the only one. I love it. I fucking love it. I know. She's uh, she's serious. She's she's such a pro. Yeah. It's almost uh, it's also like so they shoot that sex scene where she's like on her knees, the close up of her tongue coming out of her mouth and all this stuff. It's like super sexual. And then like I feel like we should make a gif out of that. Yeah, we have to. Um and then like when they're about to kiss, it's almost like he like prematurely ejaculates. Like the throw up is almost like him like coming a little too soon. Do you think that that's the subtext? Is that, is I don't know. I I might just be a fucking pervert. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Did that happen with your priest? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like, uh, no, I think that he really did have to throw up. But, like, you know, he doesn't remember anything the next morning when he, he, says, when right? he wakes but up. I wonder. But he says, he asks if they fucked. Like, no one's going to ask that if they. Yeah. Because he was, he was slamming wine. He was. And yeah. w getting drunk on wine is, like, really shitty. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And Big they time. were drinking Fernet and stuff like that. I mean, like, the thing is, he kept asking for it. He's like, here's your finet, you know? Is it? I didn't even notice that. Yeah, he. It, it's... Uh, which conversation is it? They're having a conversation about 
Um, oh, it's when it's when it's when uh, Carmela finds out that Melfi's a woman. That's mm. and that's one of the only other people in the episode. She's in the episode. right, actually. Yeah, that. You're right. But it's it's when it's when um, she finds out that Melfi's a woman. And and he's like and he's like maybe maybe he told you but you didn't hear him clearly yeah. and she goes she goes oh, yeah right and he goes here's your finet like, I didn't even notice that, like that he's like he's like plying her with booze yeah. and like with his erection he's like oh this is exciting yeah he's getting her drunk and then like telling her like you know like you have to confess like basically you have to bare yourself to me you know and uh, naked it's fucking weird he's he like really creeped me out more than ever watching it's it mad sexual it's mad sexual yeah and he, he knows exactly what he's doing and uh, and I do you know coming up later in the season I do love when she calls him out on it or is that next season I forget but I whenever that happens I really she love that she does and but the thing is that it's like it's it's her too. She loves it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, she for loves sure. it because she doesn't get that kind. Of, well, I mean, it's it's kind of like a like a hot relationship, I think, for her because um, you know, it's forbidden. And yes. so it's that's exciting. The other thing is there's like a power thing with with Jesus and the Lord and God is so sexy. Yeah. And, and um, shout out to God. I love that. Crime. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's it's really really crazy that he. Uh, he tries to fuck her with his wafer. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's pretty much what he does. And his De Niro impression is so shit. It's just terrible. And he's making, like, I actually love that little conversation they have when he's like, <laughs> says the thing about Jesus's speeches adding up to two hours. And then she says back, I heard that about, I heard that about the Beatles, only it was 10 hours. And he just pauses and is like, yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's <laughs> the same great shit. comic moment right there. Oh, dude, it's so good. And, and I think that those comic moments really get me through it. You yeah. Know, there, there's a little bit of silliness that's like really great. He, he's just such a college freshman who's writing poetry and playing guitar kind of deal. You know, yeah, like and quoting he, and, the and fucking he, Bible. And he, he like trapped a woman in his dorm room finally. Yeah, exactly. You know what that's I mean? That's exactly what that, that really is what happened there. Yeah. Um, before we take a break, the one thing, uh, I think Carmela like sums up this episode kind of perfectly when she's saying, and really the show in a lot of ways too, like when she's confessing and says that she feels like she's forsaken what's right for what's easy. Um, uh, I feel like even Tony kind of, when Tony's talking about talking to Meadow about why he joined the mafia, he's like, maybe I was lazy. Maybe I, you know, like essentially saying hey, the same good thing. Point. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's really kind of like almost this, like, we talked about it before with like the whole thing about the ducks kind of uh, being able to fly away and kind of leave the comfort of like Tony's home and this whole right. thing about like freedom versus, you know, changing versus staying comfortable, um, which is a huge central theme to the show. It's like really hard to change because they have so much money and it's such a comfortable house. And she kind of just sums right. it up in that one line right there. Completely. Well, and, and, and when, you know, and even when she has her big meltdown about it. And which is like an incredible, like powerful scene, mm -hmm. you know, after, and we should, maybe we should talk a little bit more about that after the break. But, you know, one takeaway that I got was afterwards, you know, she's really upset mm -hmm. and she talks to priests and, um, and the psychotherapist later on in the, in, mm -hmm. in the show. Um, but this time she, she like has a major meltdown and then, and then, you know, Father Intentola says something real, which is, you know, you have to. I forget exactly what he said, <laughs> but it's like, it's essentially like, <laughs> it's essentially like you have to like, try to push him to, to be without this, right. this sin, never gonna happen. help him away from it. And, and also, you know, 
bring yourself away from it. And and he's you know he says something like you have to try to live your life differently. And she goes, well, I don't know, I'll try. That's her, that's literally <laughs> Honestly, what she says. Yeah, she knows she's gonna wake up tomorrow. I mean, they wake up in this beautiful house, and why would she fucking? Why would any of them change? Honestly, except for the fact that they could get killed, um, or arrested, or arrested, yeah, or go to hell. Yeah, well, for her, that's yeah, for her, that's really the big thing, and that's why she's freaking out. But she doesn't really. I don't think she really cares about what Tony does. I think she's more worried about like stuff like going to hell and, well, and how yeah. people, what people think, what people think about the car being out there all night kind of deal, you know. Oh, yeah, well that's that's the funny thing that like that seems to be a a, a pretty pretty big issue for her. Yeah. And then there's, you know, it's like, oh yeah, god, I forgot. Yeah. Uh all right, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk a little bit more about strangling people to death <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and having sex with priests and wood carving. <laughs> exactly. Okay, this is no fucking ZD, you're in the zone. <laughs> All right, welcome back to No Fucking ZD. Hello. Hi. 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 All right, uh, we are still here talking about collage. Uni, as they, as they say <laughs> <Yeah>. down under. <laughs> of course, the famous episode where AJ has a sleepover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what was AJ, AJ up to? Yeah, I want to know. By the way, I love him cooking breakfast for Carmela at the beginning of this episode when she's sick in bed. How the fuck does he know how to make a poached egg? I can't even make a fucking poached egg. And also, is that a poached egg? Because there was like a shell on it. I thought you didn't have a... What am I thinking of? Well, maybe he sucks at doing yeah. that shit. But I actually kind of love no, the no, idea. poached egg. Don't you? Yeah, don't you put it in the little cup? Right. Yeah, yeah, that's thingy. what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just love the idea of him being like just a little chef in the kitchen with like a little chef hat on, like taking it super seriously, <laughs> taking a break to to swat flies. Yeah. And then like going to his friend's sleepover and like trying to teach them how to cook, and it's like <laughs> you guys aren't taking this seriously enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is poached eggs. <laughs> um. Yes, so we're still talking about collage. And he uh, plays Nintendo at his friend's house. He does, yeah. Um, 64. 64 and 64. eye shit. Oh, dude, remember sleeping over? Yeah, doing sleepovers, dude? With Goldeneye. Sleepovers are, like, why Why is that so exciting when you're a kid to have a sleepover? I don't Cause, understand. Because leaving, you get to leave your parents' house. I guess so, yeah. Because now I just want to go home all exactly, the time. Yeah, now if you ask me to sleep over, I'd be like, fuck no. <laughs> but I loved it back then. <laughs> That's a good point. I will do anything I can not to sleep over. Yeah, exactly. If, I, if like I fall asleep at someone's house wasted, I will like get up before anyone else gets up and go home just and leave. get in my bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, not into it. Not into it. Um... Well, let's talk about the conversation that that Tony and Meadow mm -hmm. have mm -hmm. at dinner. Okay, because that's when he really says, "Okay, I'm in the mafia." Pretty much, yeah. And he says that is, you know, as you were referring to it before. But this this is when she, uh, you know, she admits to him that they were taking speed. Yeah. And he thinks that she's pregnant for a second, which yeah. is like fucking ridiculous. He's so old fashioned. I know. It's like so funny, um, but. He's like sort of the Freddie Rumson of Sopranos in yeah, a way. Yeah, a little bit. But right, uh, right. he he thinks she's pregnant, and then she says that she's taking speed, and he wants to know where she got it, and he's yeah. very upset about it. And she keeps she keeps, she says no way, and he like overreacts and everything. But Meadow says something really interesting, and he says, "God, you think you'd know?" And right. and she goes, "No, you won't, Dad." Yeah. And there's someone else who gets addicted to drugs in this show at some point. Right. Yeah. 
Father Phil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but obviously, He's just I mean, all coked up, giving mass. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really funny. Super quick mass. All right, all right, here we go. Come <laughs> in, quick. Running through the Latin, like, um, yeah. Imagine, imagine like that scene in The Godfather when someone's getting in, in Godfather Two when when people are getting baptized and everyone's <laughs> getting shot. If he's like running through the Latin like really fast. <laughs> um, no, but uh, she says she says no, Dad, you won't. Yeah. And. Um, that's the thing. It's kind of, I think it's foreshadowing. Is that what they call it in the industry? That's, foreshadowing? Yes, it's a technical term. It's yeah. a technical term. I for, thought of that myself, actually. Yeah, yeah. It's a technical term for when you foreshadow. Yeah, we're foreshadowing right now when we're going to get canceled. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but It is, yeah. A little I, bit. I think, that, I think that's interesting. Do you think maybe t- someone over there knew? Uh, the Christopher thing? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I mean, we probably should have talked about this in the previous episode, but... Uh, I think this. I think the Christopher thing was kind of planned from the beginning. You know, when he finds out Brendan was killed, like the first thing he says is, or actually before that, like when he gets he's getting out of the hospital, he's like, "Let's go score some drugs, then go to Brendan's." Like, yeah, I think there was some groundwork here for Christopher getting into drugs. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's good. Just like Tony gets into cannolis, <laughs> <laughs> basically, and pussy. Yeah, um, pussies. I like to pronounce it pussy. Pussies. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, so that's that's an interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. He's really, but he has his deepest conversations with people over dinner. Yeah, <laughs> I've realized true. he like he gets that like that he gets a little he gets those stars in his eyes and he's kind of like he's kind of waxing poetic. Yeah, like playing with his fucking ZD <laughs> or, or whatever or like or like like swirling his wine around or yeah. something. He just like he's just uh, it's like very relaxing to him. Um, Speaking of those eyes, when uh, like the next day when after she's been after she was wasted like and he's telling he's talking to her in the car and he just looks at her he's like i told you not to drink or like that look he gives her when i told you you shouldn't drink yeah (laughs) it's so great those are the eyes that's a great conversation because that yeah she she asked him why he was using the payphone right and he says excuse me miss cuevo anejo (laughs) which is great um he's always got the great little nicknames oh i know you were seeing pink elephants last (laughs) night he sounds like a 50s housewife when he talks to her like that it's like he's like trying so hard but he sounds ridiculous yeah, and I does it Meadow? Does she know? Does she get it? I, I don't mean, know. I I feel like I he kind of has an idea, but he stomps it out and he goes, "What the fuck do you think happened?" Yeah, right. You know, because like he knows that it's like what actually happened is like way crazier, really crazy. It's just fucking crazy to me that he goes and kills a person and then goes right to like a college. No, and it's like stuff. a particularly like intimate kill. Absolutely, he didn't brutal. like cap this dude from far off. He's like holding him, and he's like in the moment. He's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta pull really hard so that this guy dies. You yeah, know, check his pulse afterwards. And he checks his pulse yeah. too. Because I was thinking, I was like, fuck, is this the guy that comes back and kills Tony at the end? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um, he checks his pulse, which is like crazy. Yeah, it's just nuts. Um, but the look on his face, he is, he's all glassy-eyed. It does look like he just fucking, like, fucked something. Yeah, big time. Yeah. I like that uh, he leaves, he, like, forces Meadow to go hang out with these girls, and she gets, like, totally, ha- like, uh, just one of those awkward, awkward moments when you're a kid, when your parents are just like, no, go make friends. And it's like, oh, God, do I, like, do I have to? Yeah, and she fucks it up. Yeah. Did you, uh, have you ever been that drunk in front of your parents? Like, Meadow's stumbling around. Uh, no, I've been that drunk in front of my girlfriend's parents, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, God, really? Stumbling? Yeah. Uh, yeah, crawling, crawling, stumbling. That New Year's Eve when um, we we don't need to get into it, but I, okay. I but I came home like really. <laughs> Actually, it's a really good story because it was a, a, the New Year's Eve that we spent in New York when we when we still lived in Boston, mm-hmm. and um, I was 
like we got really drunk like it, and I had to relearn how to drink when I moved here from Boston. Oh, it's insane, yeah. Yeah, cuz in Boston everything's done by like 2 at the latest. Yeah. Like that's it, you yep. know. And so but so if you're not like hammered by 9, right. it's like you're or not on your way, it's like not going to happen. Right, right. But in New York, you can just keep going anytime. Yeah. It's it's a lot different. And so what happened was like this New Year's Eve, I was like, oh, obviously, I don't know, my I was like attuned for being out until like 1 or 2 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> we were out till like 5 a.m. and we get back to to Ariane's parents' house, and uh, and I was totally like completely blacked out. Yeah, and uh, I wasn't like barfing everywhere, but they were about to move, and it was like it was like as bad of a, of a calamity as you could have. Basically, I was like I, I I tripped, and they had this like giant stack of fluorescent light bulbs that they were gonna take to <laughs> to the recycling center because they were they were moving or something like yeah. that. They just had, had just replaced them somewhere, and I tripped and I fell in them and I broke them all. <laughs> <laughs> like this giant mess. And they break easy. They break really easy. Yeah. And, and come to think of it, I wish I wasn't blacked out because, like, if there's anything that I would like to just like fucking break a bunch of, oh yeah, it's fluorescent sure. bulbs. So I did that, and then I was like, I was like crawling across the floor <laughs> to the uh, to the bathroom. And Ariane's stepdad and and her mom were like, God. "Oh shit, no!" But they've they sh- you know they have they have uh, Ariane's brothers are like years older than us, right? Yeah. So they'd already gone through. This didn't they're like 90. phase them. Yeah, they're ninety. <laughs> <laughs> Ariane's ninety year old brothers. Yeah. This didn't phase them at all. They'd been through all this. They were just like, "Okay, well, he should go to bed." And they they were standing there, and Ariane was like really worried about me because like she gets worried, and and it was just like this is a pretty classic case of someone just blacking out and drinking too much and needing to hit the sack yep. and having the worst hangover ever, uh. but. So I, but apparently I was crawling across the floor, going to the bathroom and Robert, it was like around, it was like New Year's, so it was New Year's Eve. Robert turns to Ariane and, and he, he was, um, he put down Robert's a, the step, the Robert's Ariane's the stepdad. Yeah. Robert puts down a pot for me to, God. to barf in like a, like a cooking pot or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he turns to Ari- Ariane and he goes, that's his Christmas gift. And, <laughs> and, she, and she just starts crying, like bawling, oh, like crazy. No. She's like, ah! <laughs> but uh that's, that's that's the drunkest i've ever been in front of someone above 50 <laughs> i'm pretty sure uh yeah i don't know if i've ever i mean i like in high school got caught drinking one time my little sister ratted me out one time when, oh which one uh Kristen, who's uh who's she's she's 10 years younger she's, she's 19 now but like what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i will murder you <laughs> don't even try um, she like she was much younger. She was probably like eight or nine or something like that. And uh, I had like beers that I stashed in my closet for months. I'm not even joking. So for, they probably tasted like shit. They, they were, were like warm. Probably terrible. Yeah. But she saw like me. I lived up in the attic in the third floor, and I had to like walk like by her bedroom on the way down. She saw the box. Immediately got up out of bed and told my parents. And I was like oh, out in the what car. What a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Kristen. No. no. <laughs> um. But I hashtag fuck you, Kristen. Yeah. <laughs> With an, e, with an E or an I? Uh, it's I-E. I-E. Chris 10. Chris 10. Um, Fuck you, Chris 10. Hashtag. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah. So let's go through like the particulars of the little uh, cat and mouse game Tony and, and Febby play here. Okay, so it, it's kind of fun because what I like is that there's a little bit of... of um, you're not sure if he's the guy. Right. You're not totally positive. And neither is Tony. And you're kind of worried. You're like, is this the guy? You don't know. So he he's like following him around. They're playing cat and mouse. Febby is like looking for Tony with his like dorky long pistol. Yeah. That's like the least cool firearm you can have. It yeah. looks like a kid's dart gun. <laughs> and um well, I guess when you see the gun though, you know it's definitely the right guy. 
Tony doesn't know yet, but like we, the audience now definitely know it's the right guy. Yeah. But, 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 but Tony doesn't, well, actually that's a good point. But what I'm saying, what yeah, I, Tony what, doesn't know, what I think is really nice though, is that they play this cat and mouse game and the little conversations that he and Chrissy have are actually really revelatory. Yeah. I think we can get a lot from them. Like one of my favorites is that, uh, he did time with Jackie April mm-hmm. on, mm. on the can in the can. Right. And he he did wood wood carving <laughs> in the joint, and he did a carving. What's the carving that he did in? Uh, uh, was it of Jackie that they were talking about? No, it was Frank Sinatra. Oh, Sinatra, yes. Yeah. So <laughs> Sinatra and and Chrissy says he fucking needs to practice a little on yeah. lips. He's like, that was Frank. I thought that was Shaquille. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Is I that who so. they're referring to? I guess he's, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I was like, I, Shaquille O'Neal? Like, what the fuck? It cracks me the fuck up. And then, so, that's one of the cool things is that, like, he go there. he's going through the phone book, he's looking for them, he finds him naked in a hot tub. Mm-hmm. With which his is, hot wife. With his, with his hot naked wife. Yeah. And he has his, his, his daughter who comes out and says, <laughs> Dad, and he's like, yeah, I guess, whatever. Do they all get into bed naked together, do you think? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, I don't think so. Um... Not that exciting of a night. I think this is just a Thursday. So, yeah. but he goes out and 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 I I guess does he see the tail lights of the car driving away? I think he does. I think he starts to get paranoid. And like he probably, I think he also sort of sees him at the gas station at the beginning. You know? Yeah. Totally. Um, That's why he kind of speeds off. He yeah, knows that something's yeah. up. I love and that when Tony strangles him. He calls him Timmy or something. Teddy. Teddy. He's like, <laughs> like Teddy. <laughs> oh, okay. You have any idea how much trouble you're in now? Um, I love that. Uh, yeah, it's just really well put together that whole sequence of them looking like looking for each other and like when he has the gun pointed at him at the at the motel and it's like just these fast cuts of the other people going into their motel room back to Febby pointing the gun at Tony. Right, but the guy's rusty. And, the mm-hmm. guy the guy the guy let his shot go. And and like that's that's something that is interesting to me is that it really does seem like he's he he kind of has tried to keep his gangster life going a little bit. Like yeah. he has those like shitty junky hitmen that he tries to hire. Yeah, and they were volunteer <laughs> firemen together, which is so funny. <laughs> we were volunteer firemen together, asshole. <laughs> which is great. Yeah, and then um, so he 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 like misses his shot. Mm-hmm. Which is such a rookie maneuver, mm-hmm. you know. He like let it go, and then he claims that he could have killed Tony. Yeah, which was kind of bullshit. It was total like, oh, I saw you with your daughter, so I decided not to. Like he was still thinking about it. I, I, yeah, yeah, he was still thinking. But about Tony's it right; sure. the hustle never ends. Yeah, that's true. And then also, but the other thing is that like, so it's both of those things where it's like, you know, he's tried to kind of keep this this kind of thing going as mm-hmm. far as as far as his gangster life, but he's rusty and he sucks at it now. Yeah, and probably just I mean, if he's wanting to get you know, picked up by the feds in the first place and turn rat. Like, it's not like he probably wasn't that good to begin with. Even not anyway. as good as Tony. I mean, as as I, Tony, I guess yeah. what we find out is that Tony is, is, is a really good gangster. Yeah. He's just the he's, best at it. He's, he's the best at it. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a really cool cut in that whole sequence too, where Carmela set, like she's talking to the priest confessing and she says, um, I got a bad feeling. Well, she just says that it's just a matter of time before God compensates me for the sins that she's committed. With outrage. With outrage, yeah. Yeah. And then it immediately cuts to Febby holding his gun, cocking his gun, and like that, you're kind of left to wonder, like, oh shit, is this the point where God compensates with outrage? Right. Is Tony about to get shot right here? Or is Meadow going to get shot? Or something, right. Yeah. It sets up great tension. I mean, you know, now knowing what happens eventually, we know like this is, this guy's not going to. But it's a really good dynamic that the episode sets up with the cat and mouse they, i love it there is really really I, I love them looking for each other um i of course yeah they have to love that ex that incredible shot of tony like silhouetted on the street with with the cigar you know like after he walks by they walks past the thing um i like you know tony and animals always i like that when he's right. watching it from the backyard it's a dog that starts barking that like kind of uh 
outs him a little bit there. And that's yeah. what, and then I love the deer too before he. Uh, that's an amazing. That, that actually, let's talk about that. That's an amazing little sequence there because the Incredible. deer is really that's the the most suspenseful part is that is that Febby relaxes because he realizes that it's a deer that made the noise, right? But the deer like actually moves. I I guess because he sees Tony yeah. coming up behind him. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And. And Tony's just in his element around these. He walks out of the woods just as, as casually as the deer does and just, like, you know, kills this dude. Yeah. It's really interesting. I love how that was. I feel like they just, like, filmed the deer for a while and then yeah. cut it, like, beautifully, you know? <laughs> yeah. The deer probably just walked on set and started eating the garbage, and they're just like, oh, let's just shoot it. Do you think he has an agent? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably makes more than us. <laughs> uh, I also love, you know, that there's no music. It's just like the silent nature noises as this guy's no. walking around outside the trailer. Um, another thing that not a lot of other shows do. The Wire is the only there's, other one. There's I can really think only of. incidental music in this one in particular. Yeah, well, in all of no, there's, there's never a score. Oh, there except for like the first two, they have like a little minor score. In yeah, there. like once in a blue moon. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, there's there's the there's the radio ads for like the yeah. main lobster <laughs> joints, which I just love. Yep. Like while you're in, and like they have like the clarinet music or the oboe music yep. in the background. And then also um, the restaurant music, while or not the restaurant music, the restaurant music is interesting. But also, I really like the music while Father and Tintola and Carmela are are chatting. Oh, I don't even know. I forget. It's that just now. like really mellow, subtle. But it's like it's it's just a it's a beautifully done episode, man. Like, yeah, like front to back, really nice. It is. Yeah. Um, speaking of the restaurant and this whole just sequence, like. All all this connective tissue is really cool. Like when he when Febby goes to the restaurant and there's just an out of focus shot of Meadow in the background. Like they they never zoom in on her or anything like that. But you no, know that she's that's behind great. him and it's fucking really cool. Yeah, when he's trying to find Tony and he keeps asking people if he if anyone's asking for him. Yeah, um, you kind of get a feeling for like how much less cool his life is. Yeah. than uh, Tony's. Yeah, definitely. Because he's like, oh, fucking bum hit my boat on Caribou Lake, you know? Yeah. Claims it was my fault. You know, it's like, wow, bro. It's kind of like, frankly, frankly, it's, it's exactly, frankly, <laughs> what's that supposed to mean? <laughs> frankly, it's it's kind of exactly like what Tony talks about all the time, which is like be Mr. and Mrs. Mike Smith sell, mm -hmm. selling patio furniture out on the side of Route 1, you yeah. know? Like, that is what... Frederick Peters, Fabian Petrullio is doing now. He has this like, and, and you know, and he goes to see the mechanic and he's like, oh, what's up, Fred? You know, and yeah. they, they have no idea who he is. He's like uncool mm -hmm. and he's surrounded by uncool people. And the guy at the uncool bar right. is like, no, no one's been asking for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, no one gives a shit about no you, bro. No one gives a shit, bro. I'm <laughs> sorry. But I'll let you know, yeah. you know. And Meadows in the background getting all trashed, which yeah. is hilarious. Uh, Febby's wearing like the same, by the way, Febby's, what, what a fucking name. It sounds, feels weird to just say that name out Febby. loud. Febby. Febby. Um, he's like wearing the same clothes the whole time too, I think. He's like a fucking walking, talking L.L. Bean ad. Yeah. That's what I noticed. I also. Shout out to L.L. Bean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> please sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need some wool socks. Um, we'll wear your duck boots while we record. Fuck yeah. Uh, I also looked that guy up on online, the the actor, because I've I've never seen him in anything else, and he's like a hairstylist now, and uh, his website really? is just go check it out. I think his name is Tony Ray Rossi. Um, he needs someone to help him with grammar a little bit. Ooh, <laughs> feel bad saying that, uh, but I do need a haircut. If you're out there, guy who plays yeah, <laughs> um, where, where where is he? Is he is he out in Arizona? No, um, I think it's New York. Oh, cool. I don't know, somewhere I don't know. Shout out to him. Yeah. Um, 
Unless that's just like a witness protection cover. <laughs> oh, shit. Do you think that maybe they got a real dude in witness protection to play Febby <laughs> in witness protection? Yeah. <laughs> well, like we said before, anytime anyone gets killed, does drugs, or has sex, that's all real. So anyone who's in the witness protection program is also real as well. Definitely, too, yeah. definitely real. Yeah. And Meadow definitely uh, got drunk mm -hmm. and Carmela definitely took communion on set. Probably. Yeah. And really confessed her. Those are all Edie Falco sins actually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's talking about her other, her real life husbands there. Her real life husbands Some and, and, uh, and the other shows that she's worked on. Yeah. She feels really bad about them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny, actually. I, I've never seen the show, but I guess Father Antantola is on Nurse Jackie, and they actually do end up fucking on that show. Yeah, totally. They fuck a lot. Oh, really? I've was, never seen it's it. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I, I, I watched it for a while, and then I kind of fell off. Um, but uh, it's, a, it's a good show, and it's cool. It's cool to see Edie Falco doing something else yeah. and, and all that stuff. Um, She's and doing she, someone else. And doing someone else. She's such a good actress, but mm -hmm. she she like she like got Tony back in Nurse Jackie because she just like fucks <laughs> awesome. everybody. She's just like having crazy sex. Fuck yeah. And she's the one with the double life. And so if you're interested in like a female oriented mafia mm -hmm. thing, go watch Nurse Jackie. <laughs> she's the boss. <laughs> I would love to check that out. Yeah. Well, okay. So Tony and Tony and Meadow get back to New Jersey. Yes. Tony says one of my favorite lines, which is when uh, he's going through the fridge and yep. he's asking if there's any ZD, and there's, there's no, no there's, fucking there's ZD. no fucking ZD <laughs> in in the in the <laughs> freezer. Actually, it was really funny. I was watching the episode, and my girlfriend was there, and she was like, "Hey, look, there's no fucking ZD in the fridge," and I didn't even realize. That's it. awesome. And I was like, "What?" So shout out to her for being funnier than me. Um, so there's no fucking ZD in the fridge. And he pauses and he goes, Monsignor Jughead was here, wasn't he? Which is like such a great line, Love man. It. It's just too fucked up for me to think about right now. I know. And and he goes, and he goes, she says he gave me communion. And and he goes, well, I'll bet you I'll bet you gave you communion. Yeah. And then he says, Did he slip you just a wafer or something? Yeah. And she goes, That's verging on sacrilege. And he goes, Oh, I didn't mean to verge. <laughs> <laughs> like that's such a great fight that they have. It's awesome. I I like her how she confronts him about Melfi, and then he's like just a straight up sitcom dad in that last scene. He like slips on the floor when he's like chasing her. Like she walks away, and he's like, "Carmela, we're just we're just talking." I know. Yeah, I just thought you'd think it was weird. He's like he's like Archie Bunker there. You know, he is. But I actually like. I mean, if I can editorialize a little bit here, which we never do, <laughs> and um, I think that the ending is like kind of weak, to be honest, because you know what. When you're watching that, I just think about how maybe it's because I'm like you know in a, in in almost in the industry. We're in the right. industry because because yeah. we make this some industry. Yeah, we're in an industry, yeah. um, the sex industry. <laughs> but he's I I always think about and maybe it's just because I've watched it too many times. But I think of him filming that final shot and how Edie Falco was probably like not even there. No, <laughs> he's yeah. just yelling at that like an empty house. Well, there's also no upstairs. <laughs> I mean, there's no upstairs to that house. Well, they shot it. I, I think the pilot they shot for real in the house, and then from there they, I think I have to double check, but then from there they just. I built thought the they set. like. I thought they rented the house like like six months a year. No, uh, I, I they use it sometimes for sure, but then from that point on, I um I know that there's definitely set replicas of that house. I mean, maybe at that point it was still the real one. I'm not sure. But Can we buy one? Yeah, we should. We should buy. What room would you buy? What room would I? I'd probably buy AJ's room because it's good for yeah. masturbating. <laughs> you know? um, I also really I, I I like the the pool cabana. <laughs> the yeah, pool, pool cabana is great. Me too. What else have you got? Um, yeah, I mean overall, yeah, like I said, a great great episode, really important episode, and I really and truly do believe that without this episode, like the whole you know golden age of TV doesn't start. I really yeah. believe that. Well, it's um, because and, and and really golden age television gives has given us. 
and, and you've pointed this out to me, Golden Age Television really gave us these these questionable mm-hmm. and protagonists. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Yeah. It just wasn't. That's why. That's why I really like. I said, there's no. I mean, there's probably even no, like, Don Draper. There might not even be Game of Thrones if, like, you know, think about all Whoa. that Soprano money. Honestly, like, HBO... Oh, the Sopranos money, of course. Yeah, 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 definitely. But, I mean, like, it was already but written. But he wrote the books No, beforehand. I know, but, like, on TV, because, like... But what you're saying is that George R.R. R. Martin saw Sopranos time-traveled back exactly. and then wrote Game of Thrones based exactly, on Sopranos. Yes. Hashtag Game of Thrones sucks, Sopranos is better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hashtag Sopranos is also way better than Breaking Bad, so let's just... Yeah, I mean, yeah. for God's sake... That's uh... yeah. The one other thing I have to say, like I, I, I know she's not loved, but uh, uh, anyway, but like this episode is just why Carmela is so much better than Skylar White because it's not like you don't right. have to go through the whole process of her like finding out and being against it and then finally coming around. Carmela just knows it's just her and reality. Skylar White's grief is so boring. Yeah, they didn't do. I, I feel like. The writing fell apart for her. Like people hated the actress for some re- weird reason. I'm oh, she like, was the, a good actress. Yeah, she was a really good actress. I liked hated her. her. People were like a lot of. I, I feel like a lot of times, just a lot of dudes who are just like, well, the woman's just like ruining the fun times the guys are having, killing people, and they just like really hate that shit. Well, yeah, I mean, but that, but, but there, I think that there's a subsection of Breaking Bad fans. Not all of them, because I liked Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. But there's a subject subsection of Breaking Bad fans that might as well be watching MacGyver. Yeah, you know, and I think that that's basically like what that show is to some people. It's like just badass moments. Each week, how mm-hmm. is he going to get out of the thingy? You know, exactly. Yeah, and it's like it's like, oh, he's so brainy. You know right. what I mean? And and um, hashtag uh, not Breaking Bad <laughs> Sopranos. Uh, um, not my Breaking Bad. Not my Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, I think that that's pretty good. But basically, I what are some other shows that Sopranos is better than? Definitely, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? A hundred percent. Definitely better than The Weakest Link. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. That. What about okay? What about is it better than the reboot of Let's Make a Deal with Howie Mandel? <laughs> Wait, uh, Deal or No Deal or whatever. Mm, oh, Deal actually, or No Deal. Actually, you know what? That show probably gives The Sopranos a run for its money. There's, well, there's I, so much ambiguity in Deal or No Deal. Like, what's in the goddamn box? What know? is in the goddamn box? And which of which of the ladies in yeah. the background are like making side deals? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, they're like, this one's going to be the lightning rod for all of this stuff that's going to happen. I think all those girls think like, oh my God, this is my big break. I'm going to have an acting deal after this. Well, a lot of people don't know this, but when Sopranos ended, actually most of the writers went over to deal with (laughs) it. They're all holding the briefcases there. (laughs) Well, you know, they just really needed to write the plot twists and stuff like that. It was was an incredibly... I, I heard it was a heated writer's room. Yeah. A deal or no deal. Sopranos actually didn't end. It just became deal or no deal. That's a little right. known secret in the industry. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, that then became um, Teen Mom. Yeah. <laughs> I think. And then that became Teen Mom too. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and we love hashtag we really like MTV. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's uh, make like Junior Soprano and go eat some clam. <laughs> we're, uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, I'm not going to share a clam with you like last time. All right. <laughs> okay. We, uh, yeah, we're going to go get some seafood. We, I feel like we've we've covered college pretty well. Um, real college and real life and also the episode of yes. college and if you want to know more about actual college then I suggest going and seeing one of the American Pie sequels yes they're very true to life pretty much between that and Blue Planet you can kind of understand college like, <laughs> exactly at least in go. this country there I don't know go. how it is like in Scotland but I think it's pretty good here yeah right. hashtag Scotland shout, yeah. out, shout, out, shout out to Scotland <laughs> 
All right. All right. Uh, thanks again for listening to No Fucking ZD. Um, we'll be back next time to talk about Pax Soprana. Pax Soprana, is that the next episode? Yes. Okay, We cool. could skip to just another episode or talk about a different TV show altogether if you want. Though. Well, next week I was thinking we could talk about Deal or No Deal. Yeah, <laughs> let's just keep talking about that. Can we get Howie Mandel and talk about, let's talk about Bobby's World and Deal or No Deal. Yeah. We'll work on that. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Come back next time. Uh, I'm Brendan. And, I, and, <laughs> and not I, Evan. I, and I'm... Evan yes. and not Brendan. Yep. Uh, hit that subscribe button. You can listen yes. on SoundCloud or as an iTunes podcast. Yep. Uh, have the fresh podcast delivered to your device mm -hmm. uh, once a week. Once a week, yes. Not anytime, but once a week. Yeah. But uh, re listen as many times as you can. But if um, you give us money, we'll do one for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Special for you. Yeah, think about uh, it. Follow us on Twitter at NoFuckingZD and uh, talk to us on Reddit, No Fucking Podcast. No Fucking Podcast on Reddit. Uh, Snap us some one second pictures of your dicks. <laughs> yeah, and we really want to know is Tony and the Mafia? Yeah. We're going to tell you the results of that poll next week. Exactly. Um, I got to tell you, I, I don't know. Brendan, so Brendan and I have disagreed about this for years. Yeah. Um, we're lost. <laughs> Exactly. Okay. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>